Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In part 1 of this video series, you'll start learning about motion warp tracking in the Flame 2018.3 update. This technology allows you to distort and track images based on motion vector data. Now the Flame products already have quite a few other tools that are used for tracking and stabilization tasks. You have the traditional point tracker for tracking a point on an image. You have planar tracking for tracking flat planar surfaces like screens, billboards, phones and walls. And then you have the 3D camera tracker to analyze an image and create a tracked camera in the Action 3D environment with a point cloud. So you have quite a few options to choose from. However, the motion warp tracking enables you to track more organic types of materials. For example, it could be used for skin beauty work, tracking fabrics such as clothes, general cleanup work or even other surfaces that may not be flat or have some kind of movement to them. Its uses are quite broad and it definitely adds to the motion tracking toolset in Flame. So let's get started with our first example of motion warp tracking. This will explain the fundamentals as well as being a great use case. If you'd like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Or if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the displayed link in your favourite web browser. Go ahead and import the clips into Batch and set the Batch Duration to 24 frames. Now here you have the face of a model and you've been asked to add some sparkle to her lips. Maybe this is for a new brand of makeup. However, the actual subject matter is irrelevant. What is challenging from your point of view as the artist is if you scrub the media using the time bar, her lips are moving. So whatever you composite onto her lips needs to distort and track correctly. Now looking at the imported clips, you have got a single frame example which shows you the result you'd like to achieve. This is a still of the first frame and the glitter was painted on. You could mock this up in Flame or any application. You have also been supplied with the top and bottom lip as separate clips with their alpha channels. So you'll composite these elements in action and use motion warp tracking to match any movement. In the Batch node bin, drag out an Action node into the Batch schematic. With the Action node still selected, press Ctrl N for a new media input. Connect the model's footage as Media Input 1. Now if you've been supplied with a Motion Vectors render pass, let's say from a CG render, then you can connect it directly into Action using another Media Input node. However, since this is considered as a live action shot, you'll generate the motion vectors in Flame. There is a separate motion vector node in Batch, but the Action 3D compositor can generate motion vectors as well. Next, select the Action node again and press Ctrl N twice for two new media inputs. Connect the top lip and its alpha channel into Media Input 2 and the bottom lip and its alpha into Media Input 3. 
So that's all the nodes connected up. Double click on the action node for its controls and press ALT 2 for a 2-up view. Action schematic on the left and result viewport on the right. Now delete the top lip and bottom lip image objects as you'll project them onto the live action footage. You'll also need the 3D camera to align the projections to the live action shot. So pan the schematic with spacebar and move the camera node closer to the other nodes. With the camera node still selected, ensure you are looking at the action node bin menu and select the top lip image from the media list. Go to the nodes and locate the projector node. Drag it into the action schematic. The projector automatically attaches itself to the 3D camera and the top lip image is aligned to the camera and projecting perfectly onto the live action plate. If you didn't attach the projector to the camera, you'd have to align the projection manually. Now repeat the steps for the bottom lip. Select the camera node and go to the action node bin. Choose the bottom lip image in the media list and drag the projector node to the action schematic. Now looking at the composite, there is also an issue with the edges of each projection. So double click on the first projector and choose the projector rendering menu. Change the blending setting to pre-multiplied. Please ensure you change the setting with both projectors. That's much better. Scrubbing the time bar, you will note that the lips are aligned for the first frame, but nothing else matches. So let's do some motion warp tracking. Firstly, you need to generate the motion vectors on the receiving surface. Select the image object of the live action media. Now switch to the action node bin. The motion vectors will be generated from the same image, so select media entry 1 in the media list. It's actually possible to use any source to generate motion vectors, which can be very creative. We'll look at that in a future video. Now switch the node bin to the Maps tab. Here you will find the motion vectors map and you can drag that into the action schematic. It should attach itself to the selected image object. You should also see a motion vector map in the thumbnail. The motion vectors are instantly calculated and the map does not need any caching in order to start using it. It will be a bit slow if you start scrubbing at first, but as you go through the frames, the motion vectors will be automatically cached on each frame. So caching will happen naturally as you progress through the frames. This is a great advantage because you can test a few frames to see if things work without having to cache every frame first. But if you want to start caching at any time, double click on the motion vector map and switch to the analysis menu. Here you can define the caching range, start caching the motion vectors and even clear the cache if you change something to do with the source image. As an extra point, if you've been supplied with motion vectors as render passes, you would go to the motion vectors control menu and switch the pull down menu to forward or backward modes depending on the direction of the motion vectors. 
Now once you've generated your motion vectors, you can now do motion tracking. Select the projector for its menus. Switch to the tracking menu. The tracking mode is set to motion warp. In order to apply the motion warp tracking, you need to set a reference frame for the track. This can be considered as your alignment frame for the projection. So the lips are aligned to frame 1, but you can use any frame as a reference frame. Ensure you are on frame 1 and click Add. Looking at your image, nothing appears to have happened. But as soon as you start scrubbing through the frames, the motion vectors start warping and tracking the top glittered lip to the live action plate. So that's how easy it is to apply the motion warp tracking. Now let's quickly apply it to the bottom lip. Select the second projector and ensure you are on frame 1. Since this is also your reference alignment frame for the bottom lip, click Add. You can apply motion warp tracking to multiple projections using a single motion vectors map. And something useful to remember is that even though you set frame 1 as the reference for both the top and bottom lip projections, you could actually set a different reference frame per projection. Each projector is independent and so is its reference. Scrub the time bar to see the result. Now motion warp tracking is extremely precise when it comes to distorting pixels. So sometimes the results may be a bit too harsh with the distortions. To counter this, you can drag the motion vector softness to soften the distortions for a more natural look and feel. This setting also works on a per object basis like the reference frames, but it also has the added capability to be animated for certain situations. Finally, motion warp tracking can also be done using image objects and masks. However, the benefit of motion warp tracking with projections is that you can still adjust your projections and you can actually use different resolutions for the projections versus the resolution of the motion vectors map. As a quick example, select the first projector in the action schematic and switch to its basics menu. When you adjust the position of the projection, you can see it distort along the motion vectors assigned to the receiving surface. So if the lips don't line up exactly, you can manipulate the projector's position and get it looking exactly the way you want. So that was an introduction to motion warp tracking that should help you make short work of all types of organic tracking. Think of beauty work, skin, cloth, moving materials, shop cleanup and more. And the tracking object does not need to be a still frame. It can be a clip with full motion. So there is tons of potential with motion warp tracking. In the upcoming videos, you'll perform motion warp tracking use cases which also include stabilizing certain shots with motion vectors. Please be sure to check out the other workflows, features and enhancements to the Flame 2018.3 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.